You're listening to Inner Design, a podcast that transforms and heals through interior design from inside out. My name is Mitra Silva. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today, I'm going to talk about design considerations for ophthalmology practices. Designing an effective ophthalmology clinic demands a high level of planning and intention in order to create a world-class experience for patients. I'm going to talk about four main points here that will really help you and set you up for the high level of success and understanding and get clear what are the important points as when you set yourself up or the design consideration for your ophthalmology practice. So let's get started. Number one, create a clear and understandable flow for your patient's once they get into your practice upon their arrival. What does that mean? It means really patients need to have a a clear idea of patient flow once they enter to your practice. That proper organization and wayfinding signals, it really inspires them uh, and really give them the high level of confidence when they enter to your practice, right? It's a lot of uncertainty. They're there to you know, to do checkups, to really get diagnosis and really understanding that wayfinding and that organization is going to really help them to put them basically at ease. Uh, An example of it would be uh, reception is the first touch point and that area needs to have a clear view of your lounge area. So if you have listened to our podcast or any kind of materials, I always say not waiting room, lounge area. So really have a clear view of the lounge area where patients can really make themselves feel comfortable. Um, We did a market research over a year ago and the top point from that research came about was warm and welcoming. Really, patients want to feel warm and welcoming. If you understand that point, you really give that to them and you really set yourself up for that high and world-class patient experience. Two. Your space must reflect workflow from diagnostics to treatment. The reception lounges are not advised to have large monitors as exposure may strain the patient's eyes prior to examination, right? Really understanding that point. Um, A lot of old-fashioned ways or a lot of different practices, they choose to put monitors or TV in their lounge area. But specifically for ophthalmology practices, that's not recommended. Do not do that. It's not, it's not really adding value to your patients. The other point is testing rooms must be sized just right to really accommodate equipment needed and the space needed for tests using viewing distances. So really, what does that mean? It means really being intentional with your square footage, knowing that the testing, the the equipment, they all require a certain level of space and distance and really being intentional, especially in the ophthalmology uh, practices that technology is such a big piece into that, really considering and knowing and really have that discussion with your design team from the beginning. And um, the way we usually design at Seymour, we're really looking at this, um, you know, like 
your your practice is not just a medical practice it has a business piece into it so if you think outside of the box you really know that your diagnosis is really related and connected to the technology therefore you have to plan for growth you have to plan for the future updated machines and equipment so really think through that piece is important and then uh Planning for an efficient IT and electrical strategy, as I mentioned, for the future equipment, you know, that's a great way to reduce um, disruption and flow for seamless growth. Really like thinking that IT and electrical strategy for the future can really help you to grow fast. And also it doesn't like tie you down as, um, you know, the equipment and the technology gets updated constantly so if you're updating for example your equipment every three to five years then you really set your space up for success and growth from the beginning number three optimize the service areas for distribution and storage uh, meaning uh, service areas need to support the treatment areas in the most efficient way possible and also service areas should be positioned close to where the supplies or portable equipment are needed to be in, uh, on hand and organized to make the distribution of those supplies very efficient. Number four is lighting. Being a facility of eye care, options to really uh, modulate the lights is a must. Okay, how to navigate through lighting for your practice. It's one of the really high essential. Usually lighting is very important in interior design. Uh, we truly believe human behavior controls by lighting, especially for ophthalmology practices, right? Because you're really connected with the eye care and the high level of sensitivity with eyes. So really it has a higher effect on that your specific specialty. Three tasks need to be achieved to establish the management of the lighting, both natural and artificial. That means how to control lighting, how to block the lighting, and how to minimize lighting, right? These three points are very important, these three tasks, to know how to navigate it. So when we design, we're really looking at these points. Uh, for example, if I tell you, we have a client when he, uh, our clients was looking for leasing a space, navigating through finding the space. The broker didn't know how to navigate through finding the right space for our clients because the broker's specialty wasn't medical. So we helped our clients connect our clients with the broker who understood medical, the specialty was medical and understood ophthalmology practices. So what does that mean? Meaning find this space with a lot of natural lights for the ophthalmology practices is not the best. If you had a med spa or another practice, maybe it would have been much better space. So how to navigate through these three points, it can really help you to uh, navigate and really understanding how to even communicate your specialty with the team, with the people that it can help you to achieve it, right? The controlling the lighting, blocking it, and minimizing it. The other point is about uh, lamps uh, need to be placed in uh, fixtures that are glare-free and give up the uh, diffuse lighting as much as possible. 
really understanding that that glare-free elements, it helps your practice so much from the design standpoint and not the having a lot of reflective surfaces. The other thing, windows must be uh, fitted with the drapes or blinds or solar shade that can really reduce or even block out the daylight, you know, because of all of the procedure and how uh, the ophthalmology practices are navigated through, you know, serving the patients. The other part is depending on the treatment or therapy uh, uh, to be done, that assess if you will need a dedicated dark room that can be placed deeper into the practice without need, like having the window area. Really when going through the space planning, if you need to have a dark room, like complete dark room, no lighting, we have to navigate through that when the space planning happens, that the way we usually design, we really understand like how to really find or create those spaces within the space planning that is going to have no window all around for that specific treatments or therapy or whatever that means for that uh, practice. So these four points are really, really important to follow for the ophthalmology practices. I'll recap. Number one, create a clear and understandable flow for your patients upon arrival. Two, your space must reflect workflow from diagnostics to treatment. Three, optimize the service area for distribution and storage, which just really help you with your growth. Four, lighting, how to really navigate through lighting. I hope this was helpful and uh, wishing you an amazing success with your practice. Keep empowered and continue to transform your inner design. Thank you for tuning in.